I am not Aaron, as you can easily see. I brought his book to keep me company, but he has succumbed to the summer flu. I am standing in and wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about some of what I specifically do for Squarecoil, which is onboarding and implementation of our software. I uh, just got back from an implementation and I realized that I have hit over 2,000 hours on site with this training. And there are so many similarities that I see from company to company, even though every company I go to always tells me how they're unique, which I find adorable. So let me go through a couple of the personalities that I tend to see when I'm onboarding and how we tend to interact, how we continue to move the onboarding forward and make sure that our software is as successful as we would like it to be. First and foremost, please onboard with our software. Of course, you can do it on your own. We do say it is very easy to follow. Um, it's an intuitive software, but onboarding really just gives you guys the opportunity to have everybody start at the same place. And it kind of non-verbally tells the rest of your team, hey, we as a management team are taking this really seriously. We've brought this girl over, woman, if you will, to implement this software. This is how seriously we're taking it. So that makes a big difference as well. So the personalities I tend to see are usually in production. When I go through the implementation, there's somebody who's like, oh, this software, what is this? Big brother, they're coming in, they're coming for me. Everybody's gonna come and get me. I'm not gonna do this, this is so dumb, blah, blah, blah. So I usually get one of those guys I sometimes also will get somebody, usually uh, also production, maybe install, who's like, well, I mean, we've been able to do this perfectly for all this time. Nothing's really ever bothering. It's not that bad. I don't know why we need to do software. It's just more money, more money that we could be spending on giving me a raise. So that's usually my second favorite. And then in the front office, we tend to have kind of islands of personalities with our salespeople. So sometimes I'll get like, the golden child, so the one who sits in the front of my training and is taking lots of notes. Sometimes I get a problem child who are like rolling their eyes and they don't believe. But ultimately, at the end of this training, because everybody can see how it interacts and how by putting in information on the front end, you save everybody downstream from mistakes from not having the correct information, and it it makes things faster long-term. I think there's a book called Go Slow in Order to Move Fast, and that's a little bit of, of what our software does. And I, I wanted to kind of briefly tell one of my very first trainings, um, I hadn't been used to these kinds of personalities, and sometimes I can get a little bit flustered. And so I had to take myself outside after kind of being told that the software was the worst software that they've ever seen and that it wasn't going to ever work again. And, you know, they were probably going to have to quit and it was going to be horrible. And I, I took myself outside and I called Aaron and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I've completely failed you. I failed the software. I failed the company. I, I, maybe I'll just come home early. And he was like, you're going to go ahead and put your big girl pants on and you're going to go back inside and you're going to tell that person that you know more about the software than they do. And you're going to continue to train them on the software. And I was like, okay, all right, I got this. And I went back inside and I explained more of the software and more of how things were going to interact. Still got some gruffness. The owner had to step in and maybe just tell this person to, to take a, a side note. But six months later, that person 
personally reached out to me to say that he does not remember what the company was like before our software. He was like, yeah, I mean, I loved your software from the beginning. And I was over there going, mm, from the very beginning? I don't think so. But, you know, I'll give him his due. It takes a little bit of time to get up and running. But, man, once you do, you feel good about the communication you're putting in there, the consistency that you are leaning towards with the rest of your company, and ultimately the visibility that everyone now has on these projects. It's a game changer, I promise. So what does an actual onboarding look like? I have to say that we have a tried and true onboarding process, and it's pretty quick. We can usually onboard between two and a half to three days, and most of the time people like to say goodbye when I'm done because they want to kind of jump in and, and do their own thing. In fact, I was at a company last year, and you know I'm, I'm in there, and I'm training everybody, and I'm giving them all of these insights. And <laughs> after I had gone over the demo or gone over the, the practice on the last day, the team <laughs> literally walked me to the door and they were like, this was great. Thank you so much. We've got it from here. And it's the last time I've talked to them. It's remarkable. I see them at ISA. I make sure that they walk by and say, woo, woo, when they see me. But that's it. I never talked to them again because they were so eager to start getting the software on board. So I come in on the first day, we do just a quick kind of one to one and a half hour overview of the software with everyone, your installers, your production team, sales, project managers, all of those guys, we all sit together and we go through the software. And we do that for two reasons. One, so that everybody can see what's coming down the pike, but two, so that each one of our team members starts to get a better understanding of what the other team member has to go through. You know, it's so easy to stand on one side of the wall and say, grumble, grumble, those people in sales, they never know what they're doing back here. We're always having to make mistakes. And then the salespeople on the other side saying, grumble, grumble, those people in production don't know how to make a sign. If they would just look at the information I gave them, they could do this perfectly. And everybody feels a little bit like they're doing the best job they can and nobody else is doing as good of a job. So by having everybody see the software and see how much each person has to put in, a lot of that grumbling kind of dies out a little bit, which is remarkable. And then once we finished that initial kind of hour and a half walkthrough, I talked to sales. Because in our software, once you're implementing the software, sales are the front runners. They have to be brought on board. They have to understand that they are probably at the beginning, the most integral part of the entire software. If I can't have good information in there about these projects, it doesn't matter if I can get the design installed or, or produced. If the information on the front end isn't good, it doesn't matter how good my, my team is on the back. So I spend about two to two and a half hours with sales and we go through some projects. Sometimes if we're really lucky, they are they have active projects in their hand and we're able to immediately in their software start putting in projects so they can practice and see how it feels to really get into the nitty gritty of what we're asking them to do. After sales, we talk to project managers because they're still in that front office. We want to make sure that they understand what steps they need to go through. And, you know, a lot of the time I've been at companies where the salesperson is the same as the project manager. 
And listen, guys, I know that that works. Certainly it works for smaller companies, but man, it's a big burden for that sales and project manager. You know, you've got sort of two hats. I, I like to say I put all my hats in front of me. So if it's true that your salespeople are also your project managers, our system will help tremendously in them being able to navigate which hat they're wearing but it means that they have me for a full day of training. <laughs> so sometimes that's not as welcome as I think it should be. But the project manager will, will go through and we have a lot of tips and tricks that I'll show them on how to navigate the system. For anyone who has had my training, I like to say that project managers eat, breathe, live, dream, sleep with square coil. It's their everything once they get into the office because it will really help organize their process moving forward and it keeps them honest. They'll have projects that rot, they have projects that they're doing really well on, they have projects that maybe are going sideways, and they can easily see them with a few clicks on a button. So it's pretty awesome. I then go home, usually I give myself a very big glass of wine as a, you know, just a recovery. <laughs> and then the next day we start and I talk to production, I spend some time with install, of course, my design team, even though they don't have a lot of interaction with the software, they're such an integral part of the sign industry. You know, I mean, think of your designers. They have to take secondhand information, right? Because the information's gone to a salesperson. Then it comes through the salesperson into our system as a request. Translate that information so that not only does the customer feel like they've gotten the sign that they need, but my production team can actually make this sign. It's not just rainbows and unicorns. It's actually something that can be put on paper and then put into the shop. So that design team really plays an integral part on, on, on everything that we do, really. After I talk to design, I sometimes um, spend a little time again with now my salespeople and my project managers because they've started putting projects in. And then most importantly, I spend a lot of time with my accounting department. We want to make sure that we've made the sign, we've installed the sign on time, the customer's happy, but we want to make sure we get paid. And that's probably the most important thing of our entire business, right? doesn't matter how good we are. If we can't get paid, we, we can't eat. So I spend some time with the accounting department. We go over how our system interacts with whatever accounting software that you're using. You know, we sync with QuickBooks Online, with QuickBooks Desktop. So if you have those, we can sync those programs together with SquareCoil. Or if you're using something outside of those, I show you how to interact with, with those two departments. And then on the last day, we go through a project and I forget everything about SquareCoil. And my team that I've just trained walks me through a project kind of from start to finish. And I have to say, out of all of the hours that I've done, all of the on-site trainings, all of the online trainings, really within that two and a half to three day period, there is a tremendous understanding of the software because it is what you're already doing. Most companies are already doing the things that we've put into the software in some way, shape or form. It's just disjointed, right? It's a little bit over here and a little bit over there and a little bit over there. This software brings everything together so that you can now flow. And then again, on that last day, sometimes I'm asked to leave, but sometimes there's a little bit of fear in the, the eyes of the owner or the eyes of the sales team. And 
on the fly, I can decide to stay, which I love. I have that flexibility. So recently I was at a training and by the second day, the whole team was kind of looking a little shell shocked. And I took the owner aside and I was like, you know, listen, if you want, I can stay all day tomorrow and just fly out the next day. And I have never seen such a look of gratitude. He was like, this would be great. Please stay. We're just struggling a little to kind of transfer our projects over to get this information in. And it was no problem. I mean, I uh, I love an extra day and I really love being able to talk to all of these people in this industry that's such an incredible and remarkable industry. I mean, listen, guys, there are very few people in the world who can do what we do in the sign industry. We take somebody's harebrained idea on a sign, we put it onto paper, we sell it, then we somehow manufacture it. I mean, I feel like this is magic. After it's manufactured, we've got our installers out there jerry-rigging things up there. I mean, I've never seen an installer that didn't know how to get a sign on the side of a wall, regardless of the wall. It's an incredible process. And then we've got our accounting team on the back end invoicing it, and we have happy customers. I like to say we're the second oldest business in the world because the first oldest business had to advertise. It's, a, it's an impressive thing that you guys do, and our software just helps you be better at what you're doing.